0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next iteration of the Scholar and Shot Caller podcast. Starring yours truly, and as always, my generous co-host.
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. July coming at you here once more.
0: Today we are going to discuss something that is near and dear to our hearts, as well as probably most people that listen to this podcast. I say most because it's a very broad you know speculation but video games obviously it's a very big thing now nowadays you can make money off of them streaming youtubing um so it's a very very big medium now than what it probably used to be when we were kids it was still big but it, now it's a whole it's another level it's leveled up big time where everyone is trying to make money you know streaming video games or putting them on youtube making strategies all that stuff Especially with some of them now being free to play, and you just you know, play a bit of XP or you buy skins and stuff. Very very big now, very much more accessible more than it was when we were kids. So I want to first no, start when me. we were we were youngins, and we were little, and go through our our first little consoles and memories. Uh, I'll start. Uh, for me, it was the uh, Nintendo sixty four. And it was my father who got me into it. We were huge wrestling fans growing up, and we played a lot of baseball and all the stuff. So for me, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000, uh, you know, very big, probably the best wrestling games ever made. And, you know, Madden, Turok, Mortal Kombat, all on that little 64. And uh, good memories, man. I don't know. I still have it. Actually, it's in my room set up now. I still play it every, one, every once in a while when I want to uh, go down memory lane and uh, see really a lot of pixels. But definitely a big part of my childhood, and I would say a bond that me and my father retain to this day is talking about those memories, playing those games.
1: How about you, July? Uh, for me, my family we had the the NES, so like the first Nintendo Entertainment System. And I remember as like a little kid, like a toddler, like four or five years old, like we had what's it called? We had track and fe like track and field. We had like the pad that you would run on. We had the what's it called? The the duck hunt with the little like orange orange gun that you used to point at the screen, you know, to shoot. We had su- like Super Mario Bros. Obviously, like countless hours like on the Super Mario Bros. Yeah. So that's how I got my start. And then um, as I got a little older. Um, I remember, cause I, we, my parents bought me a, a Sega Dreamcast. Uh, oh no. From a, like a yard sale, I think is what it was. And, um. I can tell you why I was on the yard sale. It was a good system for what it was. Okay. Like for early two thousands, like, you know, there wasn't a lot of good stuff that was like ready. I was
0: to, a GameCube kid, man. I was a GameCube kid.
1: So I'm, I'm getting to that. Cause like, I, yeah, I'm getting to that. Um. But I remember one of my favorite games that I've like ever played was on the Dreamcast, and it's like for those of you that don't know, it's like it's Crazy Taxi, and um, it was it was it was either in the arcade they had like the machines, but then when I got the Dreamcast, they had they came with it. It was one of the games that they had with it, and it was just like the craziest thing ever, just driving around like a city, trying not to like run people over, you know, and get to places like as fast as you can. It was a it was it was a pretty good thing for like a little kid to play, but. Yeah, those were like my first two systems that I had.
0: No, yeah, I went from the 64 uh, to the GameCube because my cousins we go to the, my nana's house and uh, you know they had the GameCube. We played uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee, well, like WrestleMania 18, like all these like you know games you can play with all your you know you have four you have four controllers to use so you have all this room and I remember like you know I was the at the time I was the second youngest so like all my older cousins were at least four to five years older than me. So obviously like I'm like three or four, they're like, you know, nine, ten years old about. And, uh, you know, they're like really into it and I'm really into it too. But like, you know, they're just letting me play so I don't complain. But then when I, once I got my own system though, and I started playing, I was able to hold my own cause I was able to practice. So, you know, I had the silver game cube, uh, and I had so many games on there that I can remember playing. From, like, Blitz, NFL Blitz, if you played those, you know how great of a game those were. I had, um, Earthman 18 and 19, all the wrestling games, Day of Reckonings. I had, uh, Madden as well. I had the Scorpion King, Rise of the Acadians. If you know that game, you know that game. It's so bad, but it's so good. Because it's based off the, it's a prequel to the actual Scorpion King movie with The Rock. And he does, like, the voice acting for the scenes. Like, you know, like, the cutscenes. But then when it comes to, like, the in-game fight chatter, it's someone that sounds nothing like him. And it's so funny.
1: Oof. But It's like another Shack food debacle. <laughs> um, but- no,
0: but it was actually a, it was a really well, like, done game for, like, a time, obviously. But it was just funny. Like, I never noticed it as a kid. But as I, like, watched a gameplay of it as I got older. Because I was like, oh, I don't have it anymore. I want to see, like, how it resonates in my memory and it's not anything like I remember obviously but um it's just funny to look back and like see how like just bad the voice acting was but that's how a lot of video games were for a long time the voice acting wasn't that great it wasn't until like probably well, the last people didn't 15 take years
1: it like that was yeah, like the last the 15 con- years where it's really like really risen in
0: quality I'm happy it's to like
1: see that on par with normal acting like voice acting yeah. is actually respected <laughs> yeah um no my gamecube experience was uh, one of my cousins, like, he had it, so every time we'd be at his house, we'd play it, specifically, like, um, like, uh, what's it called, the uh, Smash Bros Melee? Oh,
0: it's a great game, dude. Best yeah, Smash it's a great... one at me.
1: Yeah, no, of course, and, what's it called, he got around to, like, saving up for a PS2. Oh, wow, like, yeah,
0: that's a big transition.
1: So, when he did that, he didn't want the GameCube anymore, so... He ended up like giving it to me, passing it down to me, and then it was a black um, GameCube. It had like we had like two, three controllers, I think, is what he gave it to me with. And um, I remember I had I had Melee, I had Mario Kart Double Dash. For those of you that don't know, like that's something that I wish they bring back, man. Like Nintendo. Yeah,
0: shout out to our, our homegirl Meg when we uh, went to Tucson one of those days. We actually played that on her GameCube in her room. And I high key was really cocky going. I got second, she ended up beating me like barely beating me, but she beat me. So I have to give her props for that because I, I would say I'm a, a top tier Mario Kart player. Um, oh, yeah. but um, shout out,
1: yeah. So Double Dash was just my world for the longest time ever. Anybody I had over, we would, would play either like Smash or Double Dash. Um, uh, shout out to my friend Miguel, like from high school and all throughout grade school. He, uh, you remember him right gonzalez yeah
0: he actually was followed instagram Shout out, miguel i haven't talked to him in so long
1: but yeah me and yeah, him man. dude when he used to live in my neighborhood we would spend days and hours just i had medal of honor rising sun oh that's, a, that's like the oof. And, and it was one of the first games that had co-op like as a shooter was so it a campaign
0: we, it was a op campaign yeah yeah oh so yes yeah, its my,
1: like medal of honor Dude, we spent days, like, going through the difficulties, you know, like, passing it over and over again. And it was just one of those things where it's just, like, two people in a room, and it's just, like, you're actually, like, watching each other's backs and stuff, like, because you don't want to mess up and start over again. Like,
0: like back when COD had competition with Call of Duty, Medal of Honor, and Battle- Battlefield all being campaign-driven yeah. driven games back I still all over, too.
1: Like, to me, that was, like, the best Medal of Honor. For yeah, it was. No doubt. No doubt. One,
0: That's the best one.
1: And it's also because a lot of other games like COD never touched, like, the Japanese campaign, you know? They didn't until, like, World at War, like, 2008.
0: So that was, like, Rising Sun was years ahead of its time.
1: Yeah, but that's the only time. And then they never went back to it, not even in the new COD World War II. No, they like, didn't. Yeah. So that was just, like, I one of the most memorable things about it. But, I mean, unfortunately, um, I remember later on, like, a couple years later, I only had it for a few years because like my house got broken into and they jacked it oh, so then that was my transition from like i had like i'd taken a break from consoles to freaking computers but that's mm. we'll get into that in a little later we'll go back to you like
0: um i would say uh i had the transition i went from getting, my dad ended up buying a ps2 i don't remember when he bought it but i remember he got one and that's when i got to play the smackdown games for the first time and if you like say if you grew up like i did and you were a big i'm gonna say wwf because when, when it changed to WWE, i still call it that for the longest time uh the smackdown games like here comes the pain again top two wrestling game of all time they just the style of it uh that's when i really got into madden's and like nba lives uh resident Evil Four, which is still one of my favorite games to this day can't wait to remaster it. Like they've done the last, like the first three games, they've already remastered them. So hopefully, this one, this one's next in line. It's my favorite one. But the the PS two is really where I started to explore different kinds of games. Like I played a lot of sports games growing up, and a lot of shooting games. So this is where I really got into that, playing more violent games. Um, it's really where I kind of grew up. And then from the PS two. With my father, I went to the 360, which I feel like most people in our age group did. Um, if they got the PS3, it was more expensive than the 360 at the time. So, And I actually preferred... I had both the 360 and the PS3. I definitely preferred the 360. I think it was the better console. And that's where we can start with our story as, as friends and gaming. is uh, Black Ops 1, the Xbox 360, and just all the escapades that follow with us to over the next who knows how many years and just really delving into zombies and multiplayer and god the the history we have there
1: so the funny story behind me getting a 360 was i got it like i remember like christmas uh, and um like a lot of other people did but before that that whole year and probably like the year before that i had been playing nothing but like computer games, and because we only had one computer at home, I think that's why they got it for me, so that I wouldn't like be taking up as much time on the computer. For so that everyone else in our family, <laughs> like you know, could use it for like more productive things, I guess. But like on the PC, like I would I would play anything that the my our like normal house computer could run, which was at that time in those early two thousands. There was, like, free-to-play Battlefield and free-to-play, like, Battlefield Heroes and, like, a couple other games. I don't know if you ever uh, heard of those, but...
0: I have, but I it, never played them. I didn't have a computer in my house growing up.
1: Yeah. So, that was... That's that's how I got into computer games. And I, like, got really into them, like... Like, yeah, like, I... I, like, no life that as a little kid for, until I got my Xbox, and then my Xbox changed my life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the only computer games I played growing up were online when I had a computer. So it's like nineteen years old, like Club Penguin, Neopets, anything that called? Jackie Pop, played, I would Pop, I would play with Pop Jack Tropica. Himself. I didn't I didn't play Pop Tropica, no. But um, also like the Microsoft, I like the little bakery games and solitaire and chess. Like that's what I would play if I were to oh. play on the computer, which is very. Did you very ever rare. play
1: like um, what's it called that the pinball, the space pinball?
0: yes at my nanas house she used to have microsoft xp and that's what we used to um, i used to play that all the time shout
1: out to she worked from home yeah if from you're a so, baby you know what space pinball is yeah
0: she 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 worked from home so like she worked on her computer so like anytime that we wanted to like if they were playing the gamecube too much and i couldn't get to play i would go play that
1: yeah
0: had no idea what i was doing but i was setting records on that bitch
1: And then yeah, Christmas came 360, and then middle school became a thing out <laughs> of grade school. And then man, the
0: 360 was a gold standard, the gold standard to me at that time. I mean everyone. I mean obviously you got you got the you got the elite though. You had the freaking, you had the nice one. I, I had the yeah, arcade, mine never man. gave
1: me my never never gave me any problems, bro.
0: I had you had the all black one. I am to everyone wanted I had the arcade the very lowest level one it you had think, like you think I had like a nice one 12 gigs of storage did on you, it what did you, you think know the, now?
1: did you know what Steven had Steven got he the have? he had the limited edition I think it was like the Halo 3 Master Chief one wow what a bitch yeah <laughs> yeah Steven had like the Literally, like the collector's item Xbox 360, like the one everybody wants. He still has it at his mom's that house. That motherfucker. He's like, the, He was like Conor you know McGregor was, about you know, There's you know there's know levels to this game right now.
0: Like yeah. dude, probably a lot. He's there's there's levels to this game. He's number one. Yeah, he was definitely definitely good. Cause I had like I said, I am not wrong. I loved my 360. I will always love that 360. But that one, it always had problems. Like. When it came to, like, the Red Ring, that happened to me really quickly, and then I had to get another one, obviously, to get replaced, but, um, that first arcade one I had, I remember starting it up, and I didn't have no, like, I had no games, it just had the 360, right? Because that's what they always did, they forgot to get you a game, they was just get you the 360, and I remember playing, like, these, like, random, like, Pac-Man-style games on there, like, they were just free well, with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing about the 360 that I wish more they do more that they don't do anymore is the demos, dude. They used to have pre-downloaded game demos to like give you yeah. an idea of what Call of Duty, Duty games and Call of Duty one
0: what... on there too, and then it was like I think it was like the like Call of Duty three or something like that that was on there too.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like I think that's something that companies should look back to, like in terms of like customer service. You know, is that give people like a taste of what they can expect. You know, yeah.
0: No, I, I think uh, that's, like, a really common experience, I would feel. I would hope with everyone that kind of, like, started playing in those times, like, in our, our age group. Um, but w- once me and Julia became friends in uh, middle school, and we both realized we had, caught, we had Black Ops 1, my God, did we grind that game. We were always playing. A lot of sleepless playing. nights, a lot of yelling. A lot of nights uh. we go getting kicked off. I remember those so... And it was like, okay, you're going to get off, I'll get off now. If you're going to get your mom's going to turn it off. And like, literally walk in yelling at you and Spanish and just cut off the... You literally just, like, you know, J.C. I love the game. I'm like, damn, he got kicked off.
1: Yeah. We never learned, though. It was like every night like every night like uh, also i don't know why my parents weren't surprised at that point you know when it became so
0: i know after doing it for like six months i think they'd be like you know what maybe he just does this we should just no not like, every night they would wake up
1: and fight me, fight me at it yeah that's
0: so yeah. funny yeah dude not was- nocturne totem ascension five all those and that's
1: and that's when we're focusing more on zombies because we were crap at multiplayer. Like, dude, I was so bad at
0: multiplayer. I go back and look at my KD. Obviously, we were, I was what eleven, twelve years old. Like, it, it's not what it is now. Like nowadays, it's like these kids are like all day there. They don't do anything else. Like, I was playing sports. I was always playing sports. So when I wasn't playing sports, I was playing with you on 360. And nowadays, these kids are like. They play these games to be professional gamers, which wasn't a thing when we were kids. We played to have fun. There was no, like, comp mode. There wasn't, like, oh, there's these strats to get good in college. Also, pop. there was these no one a- to
1: look up to. Like, there was no yeah, professional Yeah, there was streamers. no date
0: shots and phases and Ninjas thieves and, shit. and but, optics. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, 2012 where those, like, optic and phase, I remember, you know, we say, oh, that's a phase shot. I didn't know what the fuck phase even was. Back yeah, then, and well, I was still saying, well, I, I was still like, saying, phase
1: like piggybacking on that, like, yeah, like, esports didn't become a thing for us. So, like, I think it like it started in the middle of like high school when like you started to see actual like the Call of Duty like world championships for one was like one of the first, yeah. Um,
0: like that's when it started to become, I feel like that's when it became big. Like, I feel like it was a small group and it was like a very like you could anyone could get into it, but it wasn't just like you had to have a certain connection. Nowadays, you just got to have like a, rec- a recording device, and every console comes with a. You can record your gameplay.
1: Yeah. Well, I. What was I going to. What was I going like, to. Like. Allude to. It's just crazy to me, man. That. Because I feel like gaming used to be like somewhat. Uh, it was like underground, you know? Like a lot of people have always played video games, but there was nothing like connecting all of those people like everybody had like your own little like local group of friends that you'd play with but now it's such like it's it's become such like a mainstream like culture you know it's a worldwide phenomenon it's like now it's cool to game people have like never given their lives or gaming so it's it's like anybody can do it now and i'm i don't have a problem with that because i think yeah more people should play video games but it's, it's just crazy to me because like I remember it used to be considered like in like middle school and like freshman sophomore. You're like, you didn't you really talk about the yeah like you'd be seen as like girls a, like didn't nerd. like
0: that you play video games. I mean girls may not still like that you play video games, but but there, there's like a lot like, more no, girls playing video games. Exactly, yeah. There's all um, these hot gamer girls now that didn't play back in the day, and now they're just you know, they're boobie streamers on Twitch. Not all of them. That's just I'm just that's a generalization. Just I'm just saying that's that's what people do now.
1: Yeah, so that's just, like, I remember people, like, like oh, like, it was, like, a geek thing or, like, a nerd thing, you know, to play video games. And it was, like, no, bullshit, anybody plays video games. Like, I remember some of our best memories on COD were, like, us playing with people, like, across the country, like, freaking college, like, like, I remember one time we played zombies with, like, this college football player from, like, the South or whatever. I don't know if you remember that that memory. I
0: don't, but go ahead, I don't remember if you tell me.
1: It's, like, we we just, like, lobbied up, and this dude was, like, it was, like, 2 in the morning, and he was talking about, like, how drunk he is, because he just, like, got back from, like, a frat party or something, oh, no. and I was, I was, like, where are you from? I was, like, what the fuck, like, you know, because we're over here, like, two, like, 12, 13-year-old kid, uh, like, morrios and shit, and he's all, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a college player, you know, yada, 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 like, He's like, I mean, I got practice in, like, six hours, but I don't want to go to bed. Uh, Like, (laughs) it was just, like, us playing through that night with, like, a total stranger. But that's how, like... Yeah.
0: No, I just want to give props to everyone out there that's been doing this their whole life or has just started doing it and you're not getting shamed for it. People are more understanding to the men and women out there. Because I know for women, I know it's a little bit more difficult to get into the gaming space. You're looked at a lot differently, unfortunately. And to be, like
1: respected like on the same yeah trend. I mean
0: there's a lot of very big uh, female streamers out there and you know it's I just know it's a much more difficult medium to get into just because people don't look at you the same which is unfortunate because like I said there there are some people the women that are better gamers than most people I know and it's like whether it's one type of game a casual or a competitive game like I, I, I don't I've never understood why that mattered to people when it comes to any kind of ability. Because that doesn't matter. Gaming is a complete reactive and um, like uh, intangible driven... Like If you want to call it a sport. So it's it's more of like the more you practice it, the better you get it. There's no physical requirement. You don't have to be a certain height or a certain weight. Or have, you know... No, you just to have be to grab a controller. And learn. It's, it's, it's all reactive based. So... Um, i feel like it's it's getting there right where it's getting to be better but i feel like we still have a ways to go when it comes to accepting anyone of all creeds all whatever because i feel like people are still kind of closed-minded and they feel like it should only be open to certain people when i feel like it's it's international now it gets so much bigger than most mediums you can in the world because you can talk to anyone in a matter of seconds and uh it's an escape form for many people, including myself at times. Sometimes I just want to play and enjoy myself and forget about certain things going on. But I feel like nowadays, too, it's much more competitive. And that's probably why it's still the way it is. Because when we were kids and playing, you know, teenagers growing up, you weren't trying to be like make clips for YouTube or like put it on, on stream or put uh, have highlights. Like we were just playing to have fun. My my fucking KD my and Blockhouse one's like a .4 or .5. Like I didn't know what a KD was. I was just playing to play like I didn't yeah. I didn't have like a set goal each game to have 20 kills and no deaths it, it, I, I think we, we
1: only prestiged like in that game because of how much time we put into it like it's not yeah. because we were try- actively trying to but um another thing I want to say is uh there's a lot more games that cater to like wider crowds now than there used to be like nowadays I do believe in the notion that there's a game for everyone you know and it's true like not all games are competitive now although most of them are cuz that's what makes like money but no like there's plenty of other good games out there that aren't like have any competition at all like it's it's just you spend time in them to to grind and stuff like one of them is like a couple of them are what like uh like Zelda, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> freaking there's there's a few other ones out there but those are just a couple examples and uh yeah I agree with you'd everything you also,
0: saying. yeah. You'd also think with like the technology being better and having more things available to you that these games will be getting better, which isn't always the case. Like I would see with Madden, Two K, Call of Duty. I feel like either they've gotten stagnant or they've fallen fallen off quite a bit, and it's partly because I would say microtransactions is part of it. But I just feel like because they have so much money at them, they think they can make whatever they want, and it's not gonna. They're still gonna see the same revenue. And back when we were playing, the only thing that cost on COD were map packs. When they when they started to come out, I think Modern Warfare Two was the first one to have any kind of mat packs. Um, but when it came to Madden, there was no a two K. There was no there was no monetization. It was just you buy the game and you play the game. There was online. There was uh, my career, and then there was just regular exhibition. There was no like um, my team or Ultimate Team. You know, like it—that's a—that was a much newer concept. That's when it started. You could tell the game started to change when that became the forefront. Was buying buying online currency to use towards your player or your team or your—if you're in COD, your your skins.
1: So I will say that the industry, like the developers and stuff, there was a time, uh, specifically like during high school, where I do think. That they were like taking advantage of like their customer base you know in focusing more on microtransactions than completed games because you saw that with a lot of games that it's like you were just expected that like oh like just to get it your foot in the water like the base game is like the full 60 bucks but then it's not complete you have to spend like another 50 to 100 bucks to, like, get everything that was should have come with the game in the beginning. It wasn't until after high school, I feel like, recently where I think enough angry, like, gamers, like, gotten the developers' faces that they started to, like, kind of, like, switch it up. You know? Like, how how now the maps and stuff are free, and it's just, like, the microtransactions are more on cosmetic items, you know? Like, stuff that's not as important.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I also think, though, that when they started pulling out parts of the video game, like, if you play for, I'm going to use Block Ops 1 as an example. When you have, like, you go through the whole campaign, and then certain maps from that campaign, because all the maps are based on the campaign, but certain maps that aren't, they are like, why is this in the game? And then it, it comes in DLC. Like, they literally pull it out of the game just to sell it to you afterwards. That's when I was like, okay, this is becoming a problem and what it wasn't I, I, extra I it wasn't just extra stuff it was like oh we're going to pull this out from the game purposely and wait and it's like why the only problem i have now though with like the battle pass method is it's more it's more showing in black ops cold war than it was in modern warfare tw- uh, 2019 is that like the maps are coming one at a time you're getting one map every 3 months instead of, of the four maps at their at, at the you know when it, the first dlc releases so you're getting all this content and you're getting stuff. Yeah, you're getting it, but you're getting it months down the line. You're getting it spread out. And it's like they're spreading it thin. And so it feels like the game never changes because you're getting one map every three months. And I feel like that where, also where, let down the consumer.
1: Yeah, because map packs used to be, what, three to four maps? like There's four a pack. maps
0: at one time. It'd be like four maps for multiplayer and then one zombie map.
1: Yeah. So it's a lot less work on their end.
0: Oh, well, for yeah. sure, because you, you, you get to spread it out, and that includes new DLC weapons. Like, I remember they used, they used to be free, and they still are free, but they used to come out one time, oh, this week you're going to get, you know, Like I remember for Black Ops 2, it was like the Peacekeeper. And then they started adding, you know, that was like the one free weapon they got, but everything else was balanced, you know? Like nowadays, like I feel like balance isn't even, like that's the biggest complaint, and, and SBMM, which wasn't a thing back then. I, play, I remember playing games where I went off. Like twenty and zero, and the next game I'd go zero and like 0 and ten because of the competition we were playing against. We they are playing against like studs, you know. Like it sucks to get railed like that, but it keeps you humble. It makes it interesting, you know. Like you're not always you're not always like super like sweaty trying to play every every single map every single game, which it's that sucks now. Like you can't even just like chill on chill on COD anymore. You gotta always play competitive.
1: Yeah, the only time we chill on COD is on custom games,
0: for real. Like, and even then, we're yelling at each other because we're talking shit. So it's like, at least then, though, we're having <laughs> fun. Like, But when you're playing online, man, it's always like, it's always that now. And that's in any game, man. That's literally every game. And I feel like uh, for me, it makes me kind of want to stick more to single player campaign driven style games because they don't have to deal with all the extra bullshit. But if I want to play with my friends, I, I kind of have to deal with it. And that's like, I feel like that's the only thing they have on the consumer is that we we want to enjoy time with our friends online and for some people it's the only way they can you know you have to go through all that
1: yeah no on that notion i do think it's a big misconception that like for people that don't play games and they see people who do play games like a lot and they're like oh well they're anti-social and i want to say like that's the exact opposite like social like playing games is socializing because you're connected to such a large part of like the world and you meet like a lot of people and it's, for a lot of people, it's the only way that they can, like, stay in constant communication with, like, their their friends and loved ones, you know? So that's, that's I guess, one way that people don't look at it, like, looking outside in, is that I remember my parents would, yell at me like, go outside, play with your friends or whatever, and I'm like, well, I am with my friends, and we're just playing, like, on a, like, a digital world or whatever. But it's like, I'm saying, I'm talking to all of my friends here, you know, it's, it's just something that people don't, don't think about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember all the time as a kid, you know, playing by myself until, obviously, the online world and internet caught up around here. Obviously, we live in a smaller town, so the internet here was always ass and still kind of is ass compared to most places. You know, we definitely don't have fiber optic internet here yet. But I do know that I feel like the only thing that I've probably lost nowadays that i had as a kid was probably my imagination when i was a kid like playing by myself and like being able to like just imagine things i mean i when i grew up in i didn't have a lot of friends that i hung out with outside of school like i just i had a lot of friends at school and you know when i played sports and stuff but i never had really had a lot of friends that would like come over a lot like over the years it was like i had one friend this year or maybe one or two this year but then none this year like it was it was very sporadic for me having actual like Really close friend that I'd play video games with at the house or whatever, or with action figures or whatever. So a lot of it for me was talking to myself and like making up scenarios and doing all. Like I feel like as I got older, I was able to have people, even if I didn't know them personally, online and know them. Um, I even have one of my friends that um, I play with. I play with him. I think it was times when uh, I don't know if this was high school or middle, like eighth grade ish more when we started seeing each other more in person as opposed to playing online together i had a friend of mine that i'm still i still am friends with to this day i haven't talked to him in a couple years now but we were online friends and we were the same age and we would play zombies together too we, we would uh do all like all the um easter eggs and stuff or like we would do like little glitches on the zombie maps and um i have a friend i was a friend on facebook now and i feel like that's like the sign of where things are now we like back then i'm like oh don't you know don't talk to them or tell them where you live because you don't know who they are and now it's like i can easily access anyone that i look up and find out who they are where they live like it's crazy like the evolution of that like we're you know back then it was like a frowned upon and now it's like a normal thing to be friends with people you don't even know
1: well it's 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 another way of networking man that's like really what it is and Like, it's cool to say that, like, you know, somebody, like, you know, across the country or, like, in this city or that city, like, like, that's, that eventually leads up to, like, actual, like, meetups for a lot of people, you know? Like, you see that shit all the time where it's, like, like, uh, was it those memes of where it's, like, been playing COD for 12 years and, like, finally decided, finally, like... He's
0: the best man at my wedding, like, that's... Yeah. Those those always make me smile, bro. Those always make me smile, like... It's like, yeah, exactly. Fuck you that shit's real, bro. That's real love right there.
1: I mean, not talk about like the loyalty to a stranger, right? If like you guys like stay like, like never met but still play for like twelve years like together, that's crazy man. Like that's that's like, true. That is true loyalty right there. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it, that stuff happens, like
0: you know. And it's and I remember like uh, uh, for us too. I feel like I played games longest with you growing up, and like. We've had friends that we've played with over the years, like from the homie Roger and, uh, uh, yeah. and his boy, is his name is Alan, right?
1: I think so. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, man. I
0: have him on Instagram too. I'm sorry, bro. I always remember you by your gear tag. I don't want your guarantee. tag I got to like that. But playing with them and they're a little older than us and then playing with like our friends now, like Nick Toledo, uh, Nathan, when he was, you know, obviously he's uh, both of the Nathans actually are, are uh, on the right now. So miss them. Shout out to them and um you know scott and and heavyset and all those guys like we now you know that's our squad now but you know back in the day you know we 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 were going through rotations with people bro we like i said we we played a lot with roger and then we played you know we went from like there to rainbow six to advanced warfare like we were playing all kinds of games i remember with him like we all had we all purposely got similar games, just a trans- yeah. transition
1: from game to game. I need to get, I need to get Siege again for PC, man. Like, I gotta miss bro, it, bro. You should that's...
0: do it. I'll, you know, as a matter of fact, it's like ten bucks right now on PlayStation, bro. I'll, I'll get that today. You can get Siege and well. Is it cross-platform though? I don't know. I, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna look that up right now. I, am I, not. I don't, I, not sh- I don't think
1: not it's sure. cross-platform. That's the thing. Yeah, because um for the for the audience like I've been transitioning slowly from like Xbox to PC because I got a gaming laptop <laughs> so I was like, why the hell am I gonna buy the new Xbox if I just bought like like a like a four figure laptop you know like not that a lot of laptops aren't like a thousand dollars or more now
0: oh so yeah so how how they're gonna do it is if you have it on PS5 you can play people on PS4 If you have the series X you on the Xbox one. You can't play like PS PlayStation with Xbox and PC like they're all separate. But if you have one console, you can play with one that's above you or below you. So essentially, you'd have to have it. You'd have to get a PlayStation for us to play together. So that's probably a no
1: go, my my man. Yeah, but I saw like he's like Roger. I got like a few snaps from him. And he has a PC, so I'm sure he's playing on PC. So that's always like, oof. Like I wouldn't. I also mind. get
0: like random snaps from him too, like just random out of the blue snaps.
1: I'm like, oh my god. Well, I'm he's just. Ca- <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. He, well, he's a dad, you know. So. I like, know. He's a that he, too. Yeah, yeah, he's a dad too, dude. He like, he like worked my Tokayo. Like shout out to my Tokayo if, if you ever listen to it. So. Um, like he worked hard for everything he has, man. First he started off with his car, then, like he he got married, then he like bought his own house. Like,
0: good for him, bro. That's, he's always a, oh, a super nice guy. I used to play a paintball with on Black Ops
1: Two. Yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that. Ugh. That on that rush. was a good. That was yeah. That was that was a good. That was a good custom game that we used to play with a lot of guys. Did I think at one time we had like what like twenty people or thirty people? Yeah, that's crazy. In like man. a custom game, yeah. Uh, what was i gonna say so yeah about that transition for the new consoles like did you want to touch up on that like how we feel oh about for
0: sure yeah before we we forget um this is no hate towards anyone that has a new console or wanting a new console at launch but you're a fucking idiot and here's why <laughs> okay this, this is why number one it, it came out very rushed if you weren't paying attention like i was to like the production and stuff they're having a lot of issues with it before COVID. You know, they were just, they still were having issues with the console itself. Obviously, once COVID hit, you have even less people in the factories. You have even, even less people to help out. So they were gonna launch buggy, or basically, they're gonna launch incomplete because there was a lot of issues they had to fix, post, like patches and stuff, software issues, hardware issues, and because of COVID, there wasn't a lot to be a lot of, a lot of inventory. So it was already gonna be limited. So anyone, you know, obviously some people got emails and stuff and PlayStation like, oh, God okay, new this. Even some of the people didn't get the the PlayStation, right? And then you have scalpers, people that as soon as they were online available, they they have bots set up where they can buy, and then they were selling it for two, three hundred bucks, if not double the price. So not only are you not getting the console that you want, you're getting it at double the price, and the console is already incomplete. Like it's not good. There's a lot of issues with that launch. Every console that has come out new. Every generation is always problems. That's why you're supposed to wait at least a year, year and a half to when they launch the second variation of the console, and usually it's cheaper or something's different, and it's it's usually better. It's usually that's usually the console you want to get. So the people out there paying 800 bucks for a PS5, you're a fucking idiot. You're dumb. Just and the biggest thing that I've noticed too is some of these games aren't even like made for the PS5. They're just upscaled from the previous generation. There's not there's not a real graphical difference. Just FPS and may, maybe pixels maybe so it's like if you're gonna you might as well just wait don't get into the hype don't be that guy and just wait until you uh you know can get the next one that comes out and it's gonna be better and probably a little cheaper they (laughs)
1: always like end up releasing a new model like a year after the initial release right
0: always and it's always better yeah Yeah, the, the ps4 the ps4 slim the slim was better less problems
1: yeah, no, I agree I um, definitely waited like a year and a half before I got like the the Xbox one
0: I did the same Cause, thing
1: because they had a lot of kinks I remember that for a lot of people
0: they did it, they always do the 360 is the same thing for us when I got 360 I had a lot of problems with it it was, it was just it was a brand new console it had just come out like it's gonna have issues so you just got to be patient and wait it out and then you know get the the one the next one that comes out because it's always better it is what it is. That that's just how that's just the schematics of it.
1: I think it's funny f- how like the new Xbox controllers are just like the same thing but with like better internals.
0: I know. At least the PS5 controller looks different and it's like it's like a whole new like <laughs> no. color and everything like
1: Um Xbox controllers, we we, we got a new button like a uh, upload button. I think that's what it oh, is. Oh no. Like, wow. But the internals are like the technology is better and it has like that's, like better that's like, improved. runtime. Yeah, better like trigger feel, better runtime but I think like yeah, that's that's are pretty wa- much it. they like, do
0: they have battery? Do they take batteries still or
1: are they uh Yeah, they do. <laughs> I had to that's whack rich. as fuck. That's the only thing
0: I could I, never get on with the Xbox, bro. I hated that so much.
1: So, I can get it like um like wired, you know, with the um the USB cable, k- but yeah. That's it's the only thing I like, can
0: stand with Xbox controllers, bro. It's the only thing.
1: And they're durable, though. like
0: They are durable. I, did, I just couldn't stand it having to get fucking new batteries or having to buy a $30 battery pack for each. Yeah, well,
1: Luckily, I got it with a gift card. so like, It was money I didn't have. So, <laughs> I so didn't on really have from anything.
0: calling people idiots, unfortunately. I'm sorry to y'all who bought next-gen consoles and didn't wait. Hopefully, it works out for you. If you paid retail price, it's not for you. I'm talking about people that are spending way above that price. Yeah. um and, uh, But onto uh, better pastures, the uh, Nintendo Switch. Now, revolutionary. The summer. <laughs> the summer of 2020 is when I got my Switch. It's not even mine anymore. It's it's Lauren's. She basically took it from me. But that's okay. I bought it for her. Um, very hard to find because everyone all of a sudden wanted a Switch. So it was like you had to be there at Walmart or whatever. Like gamestop's never had them. So it was like Walmart. If you had to be within an hour of them, like get in there, because otherwise they were gone. Like people just
1: knew delivery truck times for what was just crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like Mondays and Wednesdays in the morning, bro. Like between. I didn't even know that.
0: So one day I remember I had gone out to the photos one time because Toledo had put on a story. I was like, why would you just tell me, bro? I would have gotten one. So I um, I was talking about my mom at Walmart one time, and I don't know why this is like we're still in the pandemic. This is like like this like June maybe June July. I can't remember exactly. But I think it was June. I can't remember, but uh, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go check, le- I had a gut feeling, I was I'm gonna go check the electronics real quick, and I walk over, and there's like five switches, I'm like, I gotta get one right now, but I don't have my credit card on me, because it's at the house, oh so like, shit, so I go, I call my mom, like, hey, they have it, uh, the lady said she'll hold it, I'll stay here, so long as I don't leave, she'll hold it for me, and I'll buy it, so I got that, so I waited like half an hour, i my on to buy the groceries, go get the card, come back, and give it to me so I got the card, and I I, uh, I paid for it, I waited, like, an almost an hour, dude, just sitting there with it, she's like, are you gonna leave, I was like, no, 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 I'm staying here, like, she was talking to me in Spanish, and I was telling her in Spanish, she's like, no, like, I'm waiting, I'm gonna buy it, so I get that, I get Smash Bros, and I remember, this is when Laura had her apartment, so, I go to the apartment, I freaking, I put it up, I put, like, a little thing out and it was, like, surprise, and I put that, oh, I had gotten, no, I'm sorry, I had gotten Mario Kart, I got her marker cause I knew she wanted Mario Kart. So I had the Mario Kart on top. I had the little switch on the, on her, on like the, like the, uh, not a kitchen table, but like the counter. And I actually like had fallen asleep cause I had worked. I think I had worked early that day or whatever. And so I fell asleep and I woke up and she's like, she gets, she gets home and she's like, um, Oh, like how, how was your day? And I'm looking at her like, you didn't even see it. And she's like, what? I turn on the kitchen light and she's like, oh my god how did you get that and i was like i i was at walmart and it was there and i bought it for you and she was like oh my god i didn't even see it. i'm like you missed a big ass red box with a
1: white note in front of it like how did you miss that dude when you get home tired from work like everybody i
0: know i know she was tired that day it was just yeah it was funny though so she was so excited she loves her switch we bought some games for it she's like man, spongebob uh, I got Smash Bros on it, and she has a Mario Kart, I believe.
1: So I think it's a testament to like the system itself. When, like, how many of our friends bought Switches last year? So Nick has one. I have one. I think Toledo had one.
0: He um, still so has it. Does he? I don't know if he sold it or had. It, I don't remember. Uh, I know Meg has one. Meg was the first one to get one. So there's four of us at least I can think of right now that have Switches. Then Scott four. get one too. I don't know if Scott has a Switch. Like he has but I know four of us do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he, he does that fucking $18 an hour having ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think there's four of us that have switches that I can think of off the top of my head that have
1: them. But like about like th- three of you like got them all within the span of a year, right?
0: Oh yeah, cause Nick got, but Nick didn't buy his, he got his um, second hand in Chicago. But he got a hell of a deal on his though. He got a bunch of games and a, and a good price.
1: That's what I'm saying, but like everybody got a Switch like within a year. like Yeah,
0: I know. Everyone, like it was like a, all sounds like a hot commodity. Like it went from like knowing almost no one that had a Switch to everyone I knew had a Switch. It
1: was crazy. Being home I, was I making people crazy, bro. I think it's funny that like uh, a system that's designed to take on the go is like what's sold out when you're like in quarantine, stuck at home.
0: <laughs> like, no word. I know. Because like, you know? can lay in bed and play it, bro. You don't have to get up and turn it on. It's right there next to you, bro.
1: I, I think that's what it was, honestly. Also, there was, like, a whole, like, micro-economy with, like, that Horizons game or whatever. The the one with the little animals. The Animal Crossing. There you go. like Animal Crossing. Yeah. It was, like... It, it was just crazy to me, but... I, like, I don't own one. Also, because I've never really had the money to, like, just put down on one, you know? But... Yeah. I haven't had a, a need for it, I guess, because I, I... Like, a lot, I can do most of my, like, gaming and stuff, like, on my computer, but
0: i don't even want to play with those no more bro. what the hell
1: because i'm busy man i've been busy with school and stuff because you're busy but like if <laughs> i ever crazy. wanted to play a switch like i have enough people around me that own one that i could yeah just, we can like,
0: play out, play some smash bros online or like yeah or like my nephew Mario has Kart. one
1: my sister and brother-in-law have one so it's like
0: bro and their online's like five bucks a month or something like that like it's super cheap
1: so that, that's one thing i will say that's great about pcs you don't have to pay for online
0: yeah, but PC has a lot of other hurdles you have to go through. If you want to play certain games, you have to have the specs on your PC. Otherwise, you can't run it. So there are there are advantages and disadvantages. I feel like a PC theater is a very big initial spending, and then no, it'll last a while. Not. But then again, but then you have to do it again. So like a PC is in the long run is more expensive because of the components that involve. The internals have to be changed quite a bit every few years. You have to you have to update them and change stuff, and it's always updating all the time. Like I know my computer updates like every two days. It feels like, if not daily, and it's a gaming laptop too, it's up, it's like daily.
1: Yeah, so my thing is like, cause it's, it's dual purpose, you know? Yeah, oh for sure. It doesn't, it doesn't, if I was gonna buy a like, a laptop, like a decent laptop nowadays, even if it's just for school or work, like it's, like I might as well get something that I could enjoy at the same time, you know?
0: Feel that, feel that?
1: Yeah, plus I'm saving the money of not buying a new console. So, Which you just said it was a terrible investment at the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, right now it's a terrible investment. Give it a, give it another six months to a year, I guarantee you it's a good investment. When there's more inventory, it's improved, that's when you go for it. You don't go for the initial launch. And I know it was hyped hype to it first, but once I started reading reviews and seeing and all the scalping, it was like, this is a really bad investment.
1: No, definitely. Because you're not going to get yeah. your return on it. No. Um, what was he going to say? But, yeah, the Switch is great, man. Like, for the people. Everybody that has one, like, has no complaints about it. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not. It's more. I would say that's the casual console. Because, like, Lauren's not, like, a hardcore gamer. She's just going to play it when she can. And so it's, like, Bomberman. Like, like, little single player games. Like, Mario Kart and SpongeBob. Like, she's not going to, like, play Call of Duty with me or, like you know she's not she doesn't doesn't care to not good at it so it's like that's the console for people that want to play video games but they don't have to like be an expert in this or that they can kind of just play the game they want and and chill
1: although there are like i will say that like it does have a competitive spirit in the sense of like Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros like cuz that Like, that eSports, like, for Smash is crazy.
0: Oh, when it's competitive, it's competitive. But I'm saying you have the option to be casual. You don't have to be competitive in those games.
1: No, I agree. I agree. It's more laid back, you know. Not as fast-paced, but yeah. So, do you have any games you're, like, looking forward to coming out, like, this year?
0: Honestly, man, like, the last few years, I really haven't spent as much on video games as I used to. Um, like, now I'm more of, like, if I have the money, like, 20 bucks, I'll buy, like, a new skin, a new pack, like, if I can. But I'm not really, like, investing anymore in video games, man, as much as I used to, for sure, because, you know, these yearly releases that I used to get, 2K, Madden, Call of Duty, they're not really doing much to make me want to come back. So I'm getting Madden every two or three years, I'm buying 2K every two or three years, same thing with Call of Duty. I mean, I really didn't, I mean... Just not something I'm really. Those games I'm. I find myself going a lot to like other like. Resident Evil 4 has been ported to 360, Xbox One, PS4. I'm playing that a lot now. Like going through and being story mode and all the little side modes. Um, the free games they offer monthly on PSN. I'll download those and play those. But I'm not really buying anything new. Like right now, I'm, I'm like wait. Like I said Resident Evil 4 Remaster. Whenever they end up fully re- redoing it, I'll definitely buy that. Um. Besides that man. Not really. I'm playing a lot of Warzone.
1: A lot of um, old older sports games just. Yeah, cuz me, uh the the one I'm excited for is um over the second Overwatch that's supposed to come out this year. Okay. Cuz I I played that with Steven a lot. Like we played that a lot when we were in college like for two or three years like like and that was like I played that over Call of Duty, which is like how much we liked like Overwatch.
0: I liked playing Overwatch 2 when I had it. That was fun.
1: Um and then definitely think about going back into Siege. There's a lot of PC games that I wasn't, like, uh, exposed to that, like, now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll Oh, like, yeah, there's maybe.
0: so much more, but it's just like I said, it is, you have to be able to run it as a problem.
1: Yeah. Which, for, I mean, from for my laptop, I, yeah, it's not really an issue right now. It's pretty easily. Because it's, it's, like, current, yeah. But, yeah, there's that. Um, there's always, like, the Assassin's Creed's that I have to collect, that I'm, like, collecting, like, little oh, by little. Yeah. And, Two is the best I've,
0: one, by the way. That's the best one I've ever played. See, two my favorite one,
1: my favorite one was three.
0: If you would like three, yeah, I remember when you got three. You always you're always talking about how good three was. I'm like, bro, but two, three,
1: like I like completely finished. Like I had nothing left to do in that game, which is why I had to stop playing it. Like you know how crazy it is when you've like like crafted everything, like unlocked every achievement, and you know
0: that. It, and no, and that, though two, those games are hard to complete. Because I know especially in two, like there's certain missions that are like super difficult because it's like the the uh, um the parkour parts are really difficult or like the battles are hard. Like for me mostly it was like some of the parkours, like some of the items that you have to like kind of see as you're playing, those are really hard to notice. Like they're like they're like built into walls and shit. So like I know there's a specific mission in two that I got stuck on that I could never beat. But now if I did it I probably could do it.
1: Yeah, no, the desync, like, the desynchronizations always, like, just pisses you off.
0: Oh, I know. It's the hardest, it's the most annoying thing, bro.
1: But, yeah. There's a couple games that I'm, like, looking forward to this year. I don't know if I'm going to get all of them, but, like, I'll definitely get Overwatch just because it's something I want to dive back into. But, um, yeah. Like, that's what I have to look forward to. Are you interested in VR at all?
0: I want to say yes, but. It's another like big investment, and I feel like the technology is not there for me yet.
1: So my experience, with I feel VR like it's is,
0: fun. Like, it could be fun for like a few hours, but I wouldn't invest my time into it.
1: So my sister got my brother in law VR like a year ago. But is it like and, a PC
0: VR or like a, like a
1: place? Yeah, like an Oculus.
0: Okay, that's different. An Oculus is different. It runs more games.
1: But it's I still feel like it's a little niche. Uh. I feel that way too, you know, because I, I feel like you get, um, like, he loves it, like, he spends most of his, like, time on it, you know, and for him, it's, like, it's everything he wanted, but <laughs> I guess, like, if you're going to get into VR, like, one of the things you should know is that it's not, like, um, like, it is in the movies, you know, like, it's not going to turn you into, like, Ready Player One or anything, and... <laughs> If anything, like the frame rate's gonna be like the like slower, the graphics are gonna be like worse. But if it's like something like that you're generally interested in, by all means, go ahead because they're starting to do more. Like the developers are starting to to make their games accessible for all the different platforms that VR is like currently offered in, you know. But yeah. it's it's something that like I thought I was gonna enjoy more than I actually do for like the few times I've been able to play it. Like, uh, over when I'm at my sister and brother-in-law's house. So, I just... As it stands right now, I don't think... Uh, <coughs> like, it's it's for me, personally. But, yeah. hmm, Interesting. How much is an Oculus right now? It's, like, what? Like, 500 pl- It's, like, as, mu- They're as, as much... They're a, not cheap, man. As a... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a good note
0: to leave off on because it's a very. I think that's something in the future that could be very very profitable, and once the technology gets there, it's going to be a very interesting, interesting thing to kind of get into. But that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to conclude the fourth episode of the Scholar and Shot Caller podcast. As always, I want to end it off on our toast here that me and july have been doing for the last few episodes it's definitely going to be our our tradition so that being said i will let you start off buddy
1: here's to a long life and a happy one a quick death and an easy one a good girl and an
0: honest one a cold pint and another one cheers everyone enjoy your weekend guys Have a wonderful rest of your guys' weekend. This has been the Scholar and the Shock Caller. We are signing out, everyone. Peace. Peace.